All right, welcome to episode three, Lizards and Bidets. This is Kari and Kristen on the I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up podcast. All right, Kristen, episode three, Three's a Charm. Three's Company. Three Blind Mice. Three's a Crowd. Three Amigos. <laughs> How many three puns? We could probably do this for way too long. I mean, because my sister is pregnant with triplets, I've recently looked up some of these. <laughs> <laughs> idioms? Idioms with three in it? Yeah. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't think Three Amigos is an idiom, but a great film. <laughs> I've actually never seen it. Is that terrible? I mean... It has a great oh. cast, but... It, yeah. I mean, I I love that movie, but it, I'm, not, I'm not like there are a lot more comedies where I'd be like, "What? How have you not seen?" Okay, so I'm always worried when I tell people I haven't seen a movie, they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, we have to sit down and watch it right now." So you're not saying that we have to do that? No, no. I mean, it would be a good if you know rainy day weekend. But yeah. okay, what would you say? For a, we're going to just limit it as much as we can here because I don't want to get carried away, but like a comedy, when you hear people have never seen that, you'd be like, what? Is it people our age? Yeah, let's we'll just go with generally our age. Yeah. Millennial type. Yeah, I've millennial. never seen it. I you mean, just would be really surprised. The first ones that come to mind are like Anchorman and okay. maybe like Wedding Crashers. Maybe Zoolander. Those were like the ones that I felt. Those were my favorites when I was probably what was that high school, early college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm trying to think. Oh, I mean, I, I don't necessarily feel like this is a you haven't, but on HBO Max, I think it's ending at the end of this month. But they had all three Austin Powers movies, <laughs> and that was just like, whoa. That was middle school, I think. But I wouldn't put that as like you've never seen you've never seen it. I've never seen any of them. Never seen one of them. <laughs> I guess I am more surprised than I was yeah. going. Yep, never seen them. Um, um, was it like your parents didn't allow you to? I mean, I was not allowed to see PG thirteen movies until I was thirteen. Okay. Hard space right now. <laughs> I'm I'm taking that was not the rule in your household. I know. I'm like, should we save that for like the parenting, not the parenting of us. I mean, I'm not a parent, <laughs> so I can't speak for like how we were parented podcast. Yeah. Um, no, that I'm trying to think. No, in sixth, seventh and eighth grade, uh, I think I've told you this before, but where I grew up in Connecticut, uh, we go to the movies, um, but you would go, um, there was a truck stop. <laughs> it just sounds so bad. But we would go, there was this truck stop next to the movie theater and there was this big hill. And so my friends and I would go, we'd buy a ticket to the movie, and then everyone would go hang out um, where teenagers were engaging in behaviors that weren't legal nor appropriate. Um, But we would, yeah, we could see PG-13. You never did though, right? You were never doing anything. I swear to you, not at the truck stop. No, I never consumed a drop of alcohol, nor smoked even tobacco at the truck stop 
Um, that's not the most of what people were smoking, but <laughs> we would go hang out. And then my friends and I, we would, you know, cause our moms would pick us up. And sometimes we literally like didn't even go into the movie theater at all. So we'd have to come up with like an agreed plot. Well, and back then you didn't have smartphones that were like google the plot of this movie so you knew. i mean yeah it wasn't i didn't get a cell phone until the end of eighth grade so i think maybe our parent was just like a certain you know like okay yeah. the movie starts at seven it'll be over at 8 30 we want you out front by 8 45 yeah the days of or i mean my goodness use a pay phone right make sure yeah, you, you have some quarters phones. yeah mm-hmm. quarters or my favorite um i remember in middle school was when those I think it was Carrot Top had the yes one hundred C O L L E C T yes well I don't know if that one was him but there was another one too there was another Mm -hmm. collect call but it would be you know I'd call my parents' house and it was like you know say who's calling like Mom's Kari come pick me up by (laughs) she'd be like I don't accept the call (laughs) perfect wherever it was. Yeah, wow. I was, wow. That, that took a that took a detour, as a lot of our conversations do. Yes, but I, I guess I'll just go with Austin Powers because clearly, even though I didn't think I mean, I'd be shocked, you said right. you hadn't. Was yeah, I haven't. But you know, when you got some more strict parents who they also <laughs> would use the website Kids in Mind, which is a website that ranked the. There were different categories on language, sex, and probably violence, drugs maybe, on like what was in the movie. And it was like ranked 1 to 10, I think. And mm. if it was ever a 7 or it higher, it was a no-go. <laughs> So my yeah, 13 very different because I believe I was around 14. My best friend growing up had um, an older brother. And I mean, this also gives you a little insight. Like I was a pretty, I was a pretty good kid, but we wanted to watch American Pie, which was rated R. And so I actually did call my mom, asked her for permission. <laughs> she infamously said like, that's fine. As long as you two don't get too horny. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched American Pie. So, which is another one where I'd probably be like, have you ever, have you seen American Pie? No. (laughs) I think the problem is. That know us, they're probably like, this makes so much sense. (laughs) I think uh, what I've never done is gone back and watched all the like classics from like right before I turned 13. You know, like all those, there are a lot of movies that, are like in that same category and time period that I just never got around to seeing. You know, and it's one of those things where I think if I watched it now without any nostalgia factor, I'd just be like, well, that was, you know, stupid. Or yeah. like, okay, I laughed a little, but like, what? I'm not going to watch it again, where I, literally I just watched like all the Austin Powers movies and was giggling like a moron because yeah. it's just such like a not niche, but like specific humor. And I was cracking up. Well, if it came out before, (laughs) um, I remember my 13th birthday party. I went to blockbuster to get some PG 13 movies for my birthday party. I can only remember one of them though. Maybe someone else listening will remind Mm. me of what the other one was, but I only remember superstar 
You remember that movie? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so if it came out, if it came out before Superstar, I may not have seen it. I don't know. Um, now, after the podcast, we this is not going to be a live no. thing. But I'm to look at all the movies. This is not the end of our conversation. <laughs> Have you seen this? Do you see that? <laughs> but there's also probably some movies that, you know, if I had saved my ticket stubs for, you could be like, what was that about? I'd be like, oh, I have no idea. I never went into the movie theater right. besides buy the ticket. So. <laughs> and your mom's like remembering, no, you did see that movie, Corey. <laughs> I, I know it's so funny too because I think my mom eventually found out about the hill and I didn't get in trouble for that but I got in such trouble when I like walked down the street to Dairy Queen of like course. that was crossing the line going to Dairy Queen not being around people smoking pot and drinking at like a truck stop at least I was on the premises kind of but your mom's walking- like weed fine ice cream no way <laughs> We have to draw the line somewhere here. A dilly bar? No. Oh, dilly bars. All right. No, we'll save that for the ice cream podcast. <laughs> Go through and rank. Okay. Oh, boy. Well, wow. We, um. Not on that be... note at all. <laughs> yeah. You have a story related to the movies or Dairy Queen? I it don't. It could be a stretch. Um, if you've got a stretch, let's, because uh, my two have nothing to do with anything we've been talking about really i mean how about this we're going from walking to dairy queen i have a story about walking to the grocery store i mean closer than anything i've got so go for it okay so i'm going to read the headline for you and you tell me if this person's an asshole am i the asshole for yelling at a lady who untied my dog while i was grocery shopping Okay, you know, again, some of these, this is the classic where I'm like, there's more to the story, because if it was just a lady untying your dog while you're inside shopping, like, yes, well, that lady's an asshole. You're not an asshole for yelling at her. However, I do feel like there's some important details not included in that You think there's more? (laughs) Okay, so this one is thankfully pretty short, so I am going to read the whole thing. All those details for our listeners who love the details. We have some very detail-oriented listeners. Yes, I mean, I get it. It's hard to make an informed decision without all the details given. So, I take my high-energy border collie for daily walks. A few days ago, I was discussing with my husband how strange I think it is when people come up and ask to pet my dog when we are out and about It's always older, overly friendly women. Sometimes these walks involve errands where I tie my dog's leash to a bike rack out front. This morning, we walked to the grocery store to pick up a few things, and I left my dog tied securely at his usual spot. As I'm heading inside, an older woman says to me, What's your dog's name? I thought to myself, Oh shit, I don't want to engage with her. So I just gave her a short glance and told her, and I raced into the store. I spend five minutes inside the store, come back out and see this woman holding my dog. She has completely untied him and moved him to a new spot. As I walk out, I gave her the death stare and said, what are you doing? She explained that she thought the spot I left him in was too wet. So she wanted to move him to the other side of the building. Then she couldn't hook the leash up. So she just decided to wait with him until I returned. 
I lost it on her outside of the store and told her to never touch my dog again or he may bite her and she should never move other people's dogs without them knowing. It felt like I was witnessing a kidnapping. Now I feel somewhat guilty for yelling at her when she was probably just clueless and trying to help. Am I the asshole for yelling slash leaving my dog unattended when I know this behavior exists where I live? Or is she to blame for moving slash touching my dog without permission? Now there are a few edits. I don't know if okay, you want yeah, to discuss and it. then get the edits. You want the edits now? Yeah, let's go before the edits because there, my feeling is there are a few factors here that would influence my answer. Okay. One, um, you know, the tone and the way in which the yelling occurred potentially. Um, I don't blame the dog owner for reacting strongly. I mean, also had this woman moved your dog to the other end of the building and you come out and your dog's just gone. I can't even right. begin to imagine the panic. Um, however, you know, if this person was yelling in a manner which was derogatory or used coarse language, if you will, I would maybe tip the asshole scale. <laughs> okay. But, well, here are some of the edits. So she was trying to move my dog to the designated dog leash hookup spot with water bowls. Unfortunately, my leash does not hook up to it. It's very common where I live to leave your dog outside while you run into a shop. Um, another edit says, I came back to the same store without my dog this time, and the same lady was there. Looks like she works there out front sanitizing slash returning carts. Okay, so, I mean, it's fair, I think, to not want people to pet your dog. However it's sort of an unrealistic expectation for me you know that people especially i mean and again like there are certain breeds that less people want to pet and that's also kind of just unfair and not nice but i don't what are you supposed to like put a tat like a big collar on your dog like do not pet like a jacket or something you know it's yeah. it's it's a great like this whole story to me just feels it's a little gray um, I can understand where both are coming from. The fact that you said she wanted to move the dog to like the designated leash area with water right. bowls. And also like what kind of leash that do you have that it doesn't, like can't yeah. you just get a leash that hooks up to? Yeah, I don't understand what, if there's a designated pet area, why whatever leash she has doesn't hook up there. Um, but yeah, when I saw that, the person was trying to move it to the designated pet spot i was like okay that gives me it makes me feel a little more like okay that makes sense right it's different than like moving from but, a bike rack to a bike rack like down the street or you know down the way a little bit right but i still i can't i don't know what i would do if someone did that right well you're you're a dog owner <laughs> you know like if someone took your dog and you just I mean, I would be very, very, very alarmed to walk out and just see a stranger, even if it's an employee of the store, like that does yeah. make it a little better, but like you're holding my dog. What are you doing? I mean, the what are you doing is a completely fair question. Yeah, yeah. You should not, I mean, and petting someone's dog is one thing, like, and I can see if that was just kind of what was going on and the post person was just like, being really annoyed it's like all right you probably got to let that go but i think the fact that this woman like literally is holding like that's it's just weird yeah i would net like 
never pick up a dog that I don't know. Yeah. And I love dogs. Like I am not afraid of dogs. I'm like, would, you know, love to hang out with them all day, but I'm not going to pick up your dog. That's not okay. I think that's where the woman at the store, there were several lines crossed arguably. <laughs> and I'd agree with that. Like she shouldn't have been doing that, but to pick up your dog is why didn't you just put the leash back on and even just stand there holding the dog yeah. with the leash? Yeah. I think the only situation I'd be okay with, and I'd still think it was weird, but I think I would have been okay if she was sitting next to the dog with it still tied up in the same spot, petting it. Yes. I'd be like, that okay, that's dog. weird, but whatever. Use it and kind of move on and just be like, that was bizarre. Yeah. But yes, I think the second she took the, for sure untied the leash because what if, you know, your dog, there's so many things, has stranger danger just as a runner, yeah. you know, like you, you can't, you're compromising the safety of yourself and that dog the second you, I mean, honestly, the second you go up to a dog without an, like its without owner, the owner there. right there. Yeah. So, I mean, no, I don't, I don't think this person's an asshole again. Like maybe they could have been a little asshole ish in the yelling but also like i don't know a dog's like it's your family you know what i mean would you I mean, obviously if this person was holding your child would you freak out yes yes yeah and so also I, you're an asshole for leaving your child outside the grocery store i mean that's a whole nother <laughs> scenario but yeah it's like you don't no you don't you don't do that you just no. you probably you know it as and especially as a store employee you could have you know waited sort of for the person to come outside and been like oh, did you know we have like a designated area with water bowls and things might be a little more comfortable for your dog. I also, have you ever seen a designated pet area? I know, I'm like, where do these people live? I know, I I don't think it says anywhere. I mean, the closest I've seen, which is not this at all, but you know, like some patio bars here in Chicago have like a dog bowl nearby and things like, you know, they're accommodating, but not, not, uh, a whole separate area so yeah. no i don't think this person was an ass overall no not for you even if they were being a little asshole ish in the yelling i think it's very justified because the lady was holding right. their dog right and it could have been and untied the dog again like if the it. it's like no you're not an asshole this lady was just even if her intentions were good and you know whatever it, you can't do that yeah Come on, i people. i am right there with you thinking yeah who who does that but also i guess i don't know what this dog mm-hmm. society is like because i've never having that so right we both live in chicago now i grew up in connecticut you grew up in nebraska have you living in dc baltimore never saw anything right. like this i saw dog parks of course for yeah. sure I yeah, never saw any kind of, here. I mean, I saw dog areas outside of like hotels and sure. the Rest airport stops. and <laughs> yes, but no, never yeah, a place yeah. to tie up your dog while you go to the grocery store. No, no, we certainly did not have that. I feel like that's just asking for dogs to get stolen. Also, <laughs> don't joke, right? Like, hmm, I want to steal a dog. Where should, oh, you know, the designated <laughs> spot where people leave their dogs while they're inside a store i mean again maybe in this i don't want to judge because maybe in this community like they're saying it is very normalized it's very common 
probably an area of, I would assume, a very low crime. That is an assumption. I don't know, but no. Defend your dog. Yeah. I will say the only times I've left my dog outside when I went inside somewhere, I could see her the entire time. Like I'm going into a coffee shop to grab a cup of coffee and coming back out. Right. Yeah. So I... I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Right. No, besides like, these the, people, it's perfect. The fact that people tie up their dogs and get, sorry, but it's just, I've never, would never even think to leave my dog in a car tie. Like, I don't know, maybe leave my dog. I shouldn't say that. There's probably a scenario I would leave the dog in a car. If the temperature yes. was fine and it was, you know, but I would leave my dog in the car before I tie them up outside. Yeah. Same. That's again, <laughs> assuming the weather and it's not you know all that stuff but it was kind of wet by where this dog was apparently it's too wet i mean unless they're like dogs can't handle water wet right yeah it's not a cat (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's i like that one it's just weird weird social dynamics at play all around that whole thing you're just like huh but no not an asshole that's my final or they're both assholes (laughs) could be yeah it could be that well the lady that was messing with the dog was for sure like an asshole and then the reaction from the dog owner could have warranted maybe some asshole comments too but i don't know they might be all deserved though (laughs) i lean towards that as well i yeah i like want to defend the store owner a little bit but it's like the more i think about it the more i'm like you're absurd yeah don't touch don't touch people's don't yeah do that don't mess with people's pets yeah like i said it's your family don't no just uh just to know so don't do that listeners don't pick up dogs we know some of you love dogs so much so you've said so at a job fair type scenario but don't pick up strangers dogs okay just don't do that don't do it that's the first i've fallen and i can't get up podcast uh I don't know what do they what do they call those like the more you know psa psa <laughs> don't mess with people's dogs you're an asshole <laughs> <laughs> um all right you ready for my my first one i am hit me all right <clears throat> this is it's very short so it's you know i don't think you're well i don't know we'll see all right <laughs> am i the asshole to promote my business at a wedding I'm just, that's the, that's the title. So first thoughts, you have had a wedding? I have not, so I'm curious. I have had two weddings and I've not been divorced. (laughs) That's like a fun, that's like on those two truths and a lie they do, you know, for like a springer at a company. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although that could also go south in a dark direction too. You haven't been divorced yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like in Friends when Phoebe's like thinking that weddings or marriages that happen in Vegas don't count. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh no. So yeah, I have had a wedding and my first thought is I'm hoping that it is a business that was um, being used at the wedding such as a DJ or flowers or something. So I'm going to say no, you're not an asshole if you're promoting a business at a wedding. Okay, so you are you hit the nail on the head. It is the DJ. 
Um, oh. However, I'm going to read this. Uh, yeah. DJ's. Um, no, it, it's okay. a potential timing issue. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, all right. So this there's some edits, but um, I'm going to read before that. It's not, it's, it's about four paragraphs, but they're not long. All right, here we go. So I, and also says 42 male. Um, what should we call our DJ? Jim. <laughs> He's 42. Sounds reasonable. All right. <laughs> Sounds I, like a 42 year old DJ. Yeah. 42 M male DJ Jim. Um, I am a DJ primarily doing weddings and small events. I've spent years learning about how to DJ and doing it as a serious hobby until making the plunge and finally starting my own business full time. I've been in operation about a year and a half and it's going as well as expected. I was hired to do a wedding and was very shocked at the response I got after making a short announcement. The bride and groom picked a really significant dance they did alone together at the end of the wedding before all the guests and them left to do a sparkler exit. After the song, there was a moment of silence. So I told them who I was, the areas I served, told them a little about my equipment since I've invested in the best stuff, and then mentioned I do all events. Everyone did stop and listen, including the bride and groom, but it was a brief moment and they left to do the sparkler exit. All seemed fine. After it was over, the venue manager pulled me aside and told me it was inappropriate. She said that if I was allowed back at the venue, that couldn't happen again. Okay, I figured she was being over the top as event planners can be, and I let it go. Then a couple days later, I got an email from the bride telling me she was mortified that I stole their big exit and wouldn't be recommending me. I feel this is a huge overreaction and certainly not worth all the drama. Part of being in any business is promoting, especially to people who have heard what I have to offer. I'm worried she will leave a bad review for a silly reason that has nothing to do with the quality of music I produce. Am I the asshole? Do you know, was this moment of silence, like a moment of silence planned or it just happened to be quiet I, after? He's the said. impression I get is that, um, no, it just like, they, well, so they basically had this like special choreographed dance and then it was over. So there was like a pause and this is when Jim decided to put in his promo. And this was at the end of the night. So it was like, they maybe had a first dance and this was like the last dance so of the night. The way, yeah. The way that I'm envisioning this is sort of, it's like the bride and groom are going to, instead of doing like the last dance with everybody, it's like the yeah. last dance is going to be, they're going to kind of do this performance and then Lee is, and then it's like part of their like yeah. big exit. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking he picked a bad time to promote um, I don't think I would be very happy with that either. I probably wouldn't be so upset that I would like contact him and let him know, but right. I might have like put a comment in a review that was, if the rest of it was fine, I might say that and then say, he did, however, <laughs> give yeah. a very so <laughs> awkward <laughs> promotion at the end. So these edits are pretty funny. So here's the first one. So I didn't really read the comments, so I'm just gonna go with the edit. So we're gonna have to inference here. Mm -hmm. So the first edit, no, the sparklers weren't lit. Honestly, <laughs> I thought I would be speaking over people as they shuffled out, but they chose to stop and listen. I guess everyone thinks I'm the a-hole here and I won't be doing this again, but frankly, I don't think I ruined or stole her exit. 
The hype over these things at weddings are ridiculous. I won't be refunding as I worked nearly seven hours and hauled a lot of expensive equipment. And this one comment does not negate all the hard work or my expertise. I did apologize to the bride and offered her a discount on future services. And it won. Future services. Yeah. Jim's very optimistic. (laughs) Please use me as your DJ for what? (laughs) Your kid's bar mitzvah. Like, what? Your child's bar mitzvah. All right. And so then the second edit just made me laugh really hard. Okay. I'm an asshole. (laughs) Well, that does that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I should have just skipped to edit two and then our job's done. Um, but then there's a third edit, which it, this I just appreciate this because it really just gives us a little bit more insight into Jim, DJ Jim. I do have to add that I resent the implication that I'm somehow less of a DJ because I'm a 42-year-old man. I've worked hard to get to this point since I'm apparently, in quotes, tone deaf, parentheses, clever. I am reconsidering doing weddings in the future. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think Jim's traumatized. I think so. Um, I'm kind of surprised that something like this has never happened before, unless this is, he's like new to the DJing world. Right. It's again, he kind of, you know, he says, um, spent years learning how to do it until, you know, finally starting my own business. And again, weddings and small events. So, and who knows, you know, it's hard to know too, like, with this wedding, you know, like it kind of goes to your clientele too, but yes, I don't think he'd be an asshole for, but again, and he's saying he assumed people would kind of be shuffling out. Yeah. But if there was silence, yeah, that's, that's where I struggle. I'm like, no, you (laughs) took the silence and then you made that moment instead of like, all right, let's head to the exits, get your sparklers ready. Well, not and then, also, you know, you can just get the exit, get your sparklers ready. You know, I'm DJ Jim and blah, blah, blah. You know, you could kind of say it as you're kind of moving people. Yeah. And he's also saying that he did it because there was a moment of silence, right? So that means he was not planning on promoting until he heard the moment of silence? Well, yeah. He says, after the song, there was a moment of silence. So I told them who I was, yeah. you know, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of and weird that he didn't tell them who assumed, he was before that. He assumed people would be walking or, like, moving. But I feel like if the DJ's talking in general, you're, like, wait. You know, you typically the DJ at an end of a wedding. No, I've never had one for myself. You've but been, like, I've been to many. many. <laughs> yeah, and they're, they're giving you instructions of, like, kind of, you know, everybody yeah. head out to the, you know, garden where the bride and groom are going to do their exit. They're kind of directing traffic in a lot of ways like (laughs) and then yeah i mean i don't know no details on like what kind of dance this was maybe it was silent because it was like i don't know if it was emotional if it was silly what it was yeah i'm also thinking the kind of couple that has a last dance like uh, that i'm thinking are not the ones that you want to steal any thunder from (laughs) No, I was going to say, clearly it was like sort of like the, it was like the grand finale and then they leave. And the grand finale actually was the DJ saying, my name's Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I do weddings and small events, but mitzvahs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I do think he's, he wouldn't be an asshole necessarily for promoting his business at some point. He's an asshole for when he did it. Yeah. He picked the wrong time. 
I'm trying to even think of when I've heard DJs like tell who they are and kind of promote themselves. That's another thing where I'm like, I, well, you know what, if they've done it, they've done it in a way that it clearly did not like completely grab my attention. Yeah. I think what they usually do is just have a huge sign on their table. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And like, again, if, um, you know, if you're getting married soon or something and you're like, wow, he was really good. Then sure. You'd go up and be like, Hey, you know, what's can ask questions, but yes, they usually, yeah. Have like a banner almost of their name and phone number and yeah company no Jim not after the grand finale dance yeah I'm saying he read the room incorrectly (laughs) yes he did not know the couple very well yeah he didn't read the room there so yeah I think unfortunately again Jim was well I guess he was well-intentioned but you're still an asshole you picked the wrong time pal yeah either an asshole or not fit to be a dj yeah or just kind of yeah kind of oblivious sorry jim (laughs) and you really don't want oblivious djs those are the worst (laughs) i I do appreciate uh the pun that people in the comments are calling him tone deaf deaf. (laughs) well done commenters of reddit (laughs) golf clap for you (laughs) all right what do you got next? Are you Kristen? ready for my second and final Maybe. one? Well, my yep. final one for your grand finale. I'll try not to steal your thunder. Episode three. Yeah. So this is the I fuck <laughs> <laughs> Ari. <laughs> okay. I don't know who that other girl is. <laughs> you ready for this title? All right, I'm ready. I'm going to be an active listener. <laughs> what does an active listener look like, Kari? Well, I wouldn't know because none of my students are active <laughs> listeners when I'm talking on remote learning. So, oh. um, okay. Am I the asshole for getting my girlfriend a bidet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you ever used one? I, I, I don't think so. I think I have been in a place where the, I could have used one but I was too scared to actually do it because okay. it's probably like so, a public space. <laughs> oh yeah. So I used to, well, we both used to work um, many, well, probably most of our listeners, let's be real, <laughs> <laughs> worked at the same, worked at a daycare. Um, and I used to babysit for this family and they had one mm. and I too, you know, initially I was like, this is scary. I don't want, but curiosity ended up well, yeah. didn't kill the cat, but got the best of me. Um, it's it's a unique um, sensation without getting into <laughs> getting down to the nitty gritty of it. It uh-huh. was um, it was interesting. But am I the asshole for buying my girlfriend a bidet? Oh, my mind just goes to so many places. <laughs> so I'm trying to I'm trying to slow down the wheels here. Um, I mean, I guess no. Um, but I'm also thinking yes, because something happened here. <laughs> <laughs> because no. you're on Reddit asking. So. You're on Reddit asking. So I'm like, this had to, there's got to be more. Okay. Well, here's the story. Again, short, reading the whole thing. Hey, everyone. I'll try to keep this short. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 28 male. Let's call him Ethan. Okay. 
My girlfriend is a 24-year-old female. Let's call her Catherine. My mom got me a bidet for Christmas, and it changed my life. I love it. I honestly cannot say enough wonderful things about having a bidet. I'm going to try and keep the giggles at bay. So for Valentine's Day, oh no, I got my girl the typical flowers and chocolate, a necklace, and a bidet. I honestly thought it was a good idea. I legitimately thought she'd love it. My mom also got my sister one, and she loves hers. I got my girlfriend a really good one, set it up for her, and everything. She was effing pissed when she saw I got it for her. She (laughs) said I was insinuating that she was dirty and that I was passively Mm -hmm. aggressively telling her she needed to clean herself better. My girlfriend is a meticulously clean person. I've never had any complaints about how she grooms herself. She always smells great, is waxed and clean everywhere. I honestly just wanted to share the joy of my bidet with her. Was this a bad judgment call? Am I the asshole here? And there are two updates, but I'll save those. Yeah, save them, please. Okay, this is exactly what I feared for Ethan. Um, <laughs> that Catherine was going to be like, what are you saying about my right. undercarriage mm-hmm. if you're buying me a bidet? Um, again, I have used one. I don't, you know, I didn't install one here in my own home. Um, his enthusiasm for it <laughs> is, is interesting. Um, again, to each his or her own, they're, you know, um, not here to judge Ethan for Ethan's entire family, apparently for just loving. Yeah. I mean, it changed his life. He cannot say enough wonderful things about having a bidet. Yeah. I can't say that using one, um, I felt the same, but again, we're all different humans. Um, I do appreciate, I was very worried that I wasn't sure if this would be Valentine's day or not, but that that it was just like, I got you a bidet. Um, I am glad that there were other gifts in the bidet. Yeah, was that's included. true. You got the typical flowers, chocolate, a necklace. It's good. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it's better than just a bidet for Valentine's yeah. Day. But I feel like I feel like Ethan here just he, he like walked into a landmine. Yeah, because I, yeah, I think it's um uncommon. I won't say rare for I think bidets in general are not very common this is the old don't think they're commonly gifted (laughs) i definitely don't (laughs) think they're commonly gifted at all i don't think they're common in households so it's just uh i'm intrigued again just by the enthusiasm and life-changingness yeah but how long do you think how long do you think they've been dating that that was my other question because it doesn't say I'm, i'm thinking a short time or a short-ish. Like, is this the first Valentine's Day kind of thing? Yeah. Like, I like, really I hope so. Six months. Hmm. Well, I don't know. If the first Valentine's Day I'm with someone, they got me a bidet, I... I. But what question. if your boyfriend, Ethan, is just so passionate about just bidets and he wants so to share much. that joy with you? Then I would like him to tell me about his bidet and say, I'll get you one. Do you want one? I'd love to get you one. <laughs> Instead of saying, reasonable. here's a Valentine's Day gift for you. Clean your butt. <laughs> exactly. Clean your asshole. <laughs> yeah, clean your asshole, asshole. It's, um, it's poor timing 
we've yeah. hit a couple poor timings. This is also. Yes. Well, you want the updates? Oh, I do. Okay. First update. My girlfriend just texted me and she said she used the bidet this morning and loves it. Still oh loving God. all these comments, though. Keep them coming. <laughs> Final update. Thanks for all your comments. I get it. I was the asshole. Wrong day. I'm a dumbass. But hey, if I'm going to be an asshole, at least I'm a clean one. My girlfriend and I are both loving reading all of these comments. She loves the gift and has since apologized for freaking out and making a snap judgment on her gift. So she loved it. After all. I mean, again, I don't want to like get too into my own personal bidet usage. Like, it's, <laughs> it, it, I'm just, I'm happy for them that they all love it so much. That's great. I mean, he must have, he must know her better than we do. So, <laughs> there's just so much that one could say, but, um, I'm not going to on this podcast, but okay. So yes, I think he was an asshole because it's a shitty Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not as bad as like cat socks. No. <laughs> right. But, or again, if it was only the bidet and not the other items to go along that with is it. true. Happy Valentine's Day. Here's a bidet. I mean, that would lead to some unpleasant conversations, I'd imagine. I'm just very surprised that she was pissed and then loving it the next day. Uh, yes. It's shocking to me that she was so kind of angry and offended and then tried it and was like, you're the best ever, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, uh, yeah, I just don't, I know I've said it and I'm being redundant, but I won't get over the enthusiasm. <laughs> Again, having I mean, used one. Cory, maybe it, no. I'll get you one for Valentine's Day, and then Please. you can tell me if it changes your life. Best Valentine's Day gift ever. I mean, Kristen loves know. me so much, she got me a bidet. Right? No one else has ever gotten you a bidet. That's it. I've never been gifted a bidet. That's 100% accurate. It takes a very special person to give you a bidet. <laughs> Yeah, it's a special, it's a special and unique relationship for sure to feel comfortable enough to give one up a day. That is true. I don't know. I think I'm probably comfortable enough with my husband to give him up a day. <laughs> I still wouldn't do it for Valentine's Day. I yeah, I feel like that would be a random like Tuesday gift. Like yeah, we've had be like you're gonna think I'm nuts, but like uh, this has changed my life. I want you to just try it. If you hate it, I'll uninstall it. Like Ethan but I just... says, these are great. <laughs> to each his or her own so yeah i'm glad it worked out because again he was there's a lot in in a lot of these articles i think the essence of the issues are there's good intentions people are well-intentioned and the execution is just that's what makes them an asshole it's true and you can also think about the fact that this post was um put up on reddit 20 days ago so i'm assuming it was a february 14th 2021 gift and i will say with the toilet paper shortage i mean yep. it might be kind of thoughtful i believe there was some i'm not gonna quote where because i don't remember but i believe bidet purchases went up in 2020 yeah i saw that too i also saw way more ads than I'd ever seen 
yes. her bidets mm-hmm. in the past year. Yes, thank you, good old toilet paper shortage of 2020. Yes. Changing lives <laughs> with clean, clean undercarriages. Clean assholes. <laughs> clean assholes. <laughs> oh my, that was a good one. A bid- I did not think we'd be talking about bidets tonight. I mean, that's the great thing about this podcast is you just never know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Buckle up buttercup because this next one is, this was the one I texted Kristen earlier and I, I, it's not long, but I might also get the giggles because this is just, I'm ready. It's it's absurd. You ready? All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. Am I the asshole for choosing my fish over my sister and parents? Yep. (laughs) what and yes i don't think anyone (laughs) could argue i really hope there are details in here that make me question whether or not this person is actually an asshole because i'm gonna gonna love this i'm gonna try and again i'm going to not uh or i'm gonna do my best to not get the giggles okay okay um and again i don't know if it says this exact age but i am guessing 20s for sure i don't but okay anyway here we go (laughs) my parents were not nice to me growing up they fed me and gave me a roof over my head but that's about it i had a lizard when i was a teen and they said that i wasn't helping to do my sister's homework since she was failing her classes so they literally threw my lizard away and that's the main reason i can't stand them anyways when i became still there's already so many okay (laughs) continue all right here we go anyways when oh it does say rage anyways when i became 18 i moved out and went or i went nc i don't even know i don't even know what this means anyway i am now in my late 20s and engaged but my husband slash long-term fiance and i have a lot of aquariums in our house and have our entire basement dedicated to fish and we are in the middle of building a pond My sister was a brat growing up, so I don't talk to her as well, but maybe the occasional happy birthday, Merry Christmas, or check up on her, but that's it. My sister got divorced. She married at 17 and then moved back in with our parents, but they are having a hard time paying the bills because of COVID and an extra mouth to feed. My parents quit their jobs to deal with her and want to move into my home. <clears throat> Sorry, I told them to shove it after what they did to my lizard and that they can be homeless for all I care. I, I posted progress of my pond and aquariums on Facebook and my sister called me and said I was so selfish to put their lives above mine and that I am flaunting my wealth. And my mom said she gave birth to me and that I am spoiled. Technically, we could rehome the fish so they could live here since the basement has two bedrooms with bathrooms, but they are filled with fish and I think that is too much hassle for two family members I don't even like. My husband said the homeless comment was too far. Am I the asshole? Oh, my God. There are so many assholes in this story. <laughs> oh, this was just, I read it and I was just alone in here, like, laughing so hard um, at so many points of that. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, that was not my best read aloud work, but <laughs> I think you understand why. Okay, did you say <laughs> the parents threw away his lizard because he didn't do his sister's homework? Yes, she said, that I, yeah, I had a lizard she, when I was a teen. And yeah, they weren't, I wasn't helping do my sister's homework since she was failing her classes. So they literally 
threw my lizard away, and that's the main reason I can't stand them. I cannot picture what this household was like. What do I have to name this girl with fish? People. Um, Ariel? Like it will be offensive. Ariel? Hmm? Ariel. Perfect. There we go. That's Thank you, Kristen. Ariel? All right. yeah, they threw away Ariel's lizard. Literally threw away the lizard, and Ariel can't stand her parents. That's the main reason. I mean, with the fact, just that little <laughs> tiny detail... Which apparently was not tiny because she's still holding on to feelings about the lizard. But I can't even imagine what else was going on in her household with her parents. Right. That that was something that happened where she's being punished for not doing her sister's homework because she's failing. And then they're upset because they can't move in with her. I... It's clearly a very multifaceted situation. I'm kind of feeling like she's not an asshole. So you aren't the only one. So um, I'm just going through the comments a little bit here. And um, people are saying the when a parent uses I gave birth to as an argument, oh, it's irrefutable yeah. proof that they don't have an argument. Mm, if that's the only thing they have. Yeah. I gave birth to you. I spent 20 hours in labor with you. Wasn't my choice. And someone also saying, I don't think it's you putting the fish above them. It's you putting your mental health first. There's some comments like that, too. Um, Well, for sure. They're just being manipulative to be like, you care about your fish more than us. Right. And the fact people are saying your parents quit their jobs to take care of your sister. Like, it's all just, it's so. What is going on with her sister that, like. (laughs) Right. That's. I mean, there's. I feel so like there's many... some Harry Potter syndrome in here, where like <laughs> the yes. parents are just so wrapped up with this child that she's. I mean, unless Ariel is just like giving us very one-sided her opinion on what it was like to grow up, but it really doesn't sound like it. <laughs> and so, so I mean, and also, so someone said you said your sister married at seventeen. I'm curious, how old is she now? And 18 about to be 19. So it's just, this whole scene is ridiculous. But honestly, as I'm just, I'm quickly scrolling through, it's pretty much all not the asshole. Hmm. Which is kind of shocking. It is shocking after that title. When I read that, it's like, how do you not think Ariel's an asshole? But when you, exactly what you did when you stop and sort of think about it, you're like, there's more to this than just the kind of absurdity of a basement bedrooms filled with aquariums and yeah fit. like it's sort of it's almost like I wonder if she really I mean the reddit handle is like something fish lover mm. but I'm like does Ariel even really have all these fish or is this just sort of like posting pictures story? of them on Facebook so <laughs> so that's true but I'm like it's just yeah it's wrapped in absurdity yeah. And yeah, people just basically think her parents are garbage. I mean, I'm with them. Yeah, no, I don't disagree there. <laughs> and also, just... if her sister got married at 17, don't you need per- parent permission to exactly. get married or, right yep. now? Exactly. She's only 18 or 19 now, so it's like... I mean, which is fine, but I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, there. I just think there... I think she kind of just barely scratched the surface with yeah. like... What are really like by saying they 
she can't possibly just hate them because they threw away her lizard. Right. She's giving the best example to sum up <laughs> the 18 well, years. Well, <laughs> she, the 18 years of ex- the extremity, it sounds like, you know, yeah. just in absurdity. So if, you know, if Ariel and her husband or, or fiance, long-term, whatever, are just happy in their house with their fish, it does, I mean, regardless, again, you have to sort of just like put away the absurdity of what her home sounds like. Yeah. But to just put your life aside to have three people move in who have been not good to you, like, no, you're not an asshole. Yeah. You're, it sounds like you're an asshole because you're literally asking like, I put my fish over my sister and parents. Right. Like, yes, you're an <laughs> asshole. But then when you like delve into the situation, it's like, no, your mental health comes first. Yeah. You don't want to put yourself in this. Crazy I would have situation. done the same thing, Ariel. Same girl. I'm with you. Ariel, I read the title and was like, this is going to be a train wreck of a human. No. Nope. Kudos to you because you are not a train wreck of a human. It sounds like your parents are. So. Yeah. Sounds like you're setting some good boundaries. Agreed. Yeah, you got to do what's best for you, girl. You see with your fish, they're not going to treat you like your parents do. So I am shocked that I turned my answer around after that title. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just one of the I mean, so many of these, as you know, like as you kind of you're like, this is absurd. But this I was just like, again, like I couldn't stop giggling through that whole thing. And poor Ariel here is getting, you know, treated horribly by her parents. But the whole way she wrote that, it was just like, oh, my God. Gosh. I'm glad she put it on Reddit so she could see that she's not an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I, as like, it's literally not the asshole, not the, like, I, mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right, well, this was, uh, I feel like these are some of our most colorful stories we've had. I think we're getting yeah. good at choosing. I like these. <laughs> yeah, I am a big fan. Um, listeners, again, just to remind you, if you want to reach out to us, it's I've fallen podcast at gmail.com. Yes, it's a real email. Yes, we respond. Uh, we read your emails. We love getting your emails. Love it. Uh, yeah, make sure you click that subscribe button wherever you're listening so that you get our updates as soon as they post. Um, but thank you for listening to episode three, Lizards and Bidets. Kristen? take us home yes thank you to all of our listeners for continuing to support us and remember don't be an asshole asshole